Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. All right, good evening. 5-4, the final score. Royals lose. Um, you know what, man, I, I hate to say something like this, but Royals lose and they deserved to lose this game. Uh, phone lines are open for you. 913-586-7610. We are way too deep into this season to be truly angry, right? There's, there's no need, right? No need to yell. We're 99 games in. I might end up yelling. We'll see. Um, Hopefully you can stop that. Again, the phone number, 913-586-7610. Yeah, Royals lose 5-4. They deserved to lose this game. Bad base running. For every good defensive play they made, there was a bad one to offset it. Maybe not even a bad defensive play. For every good defensive play that this team made, there was... A play left out there, unmade. A play that they're capable, that big league defenders are capable of making that they were unable to make tonight. Not saying that this is a bad defensive Royals team. Because again, Bobby made a sensational play. Nick Prado had a few nice plays. But there were some missed opportunities out there. On the base paths, defensively, Of course, offensively, Royals go one for 11 with runners in scoring position. Plenty of missed opportunities there. And you gave New York too many opportunities, too many base runners. Alec Marsh walked a pair, hit a pair. Uh, Again, the defense behind him, giving up a free 90 feet, giving up a free base runner. Just a bad game and a bad season. From a bad team, unfortunately. Again, phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. The the two issues this season and really throughout Alec Marsh's professional career have been walks and homers. Uh, Two walks today, one of which comes right before a home run. Look, and and I mentioned this earlier today on the On Deck Show. Honestly, I, I, I don't... I don't worry about the solo home run, and I think most of you have heard that old adage, you're not going to get beat by solo home runs, and when you're pitching at that ballpark, when you're pitching at that joke of a ballpark in the Bronx, 
you're going to give up a home run or two. Make them solo bombs. And that's what Marsh did for the leadoff home run to Franchi Cordero in the second inning. But after recording two outs on five pitches in the fourth inning, he walks DJ LeMayhew, gives up a hanger to Anthony Volpe that turns into a single to left. Two on, two outs, the very first pitch, the very next pitch after that single to Volpe is another hanger that's banged by McKinney for a three-run home run that puts what was just uh, rewarded to Alec Marsh, what was just a Royals lead as Michael Massey hits that three-run bomb in the fourth to put the Royals up 3-1. Again, another short-lived lead as a three-run bomb by the Yankees in the bottom half of the fourth puts him ahead and sadly puts him ahead for good. Yankees win 5-4. Phone line, the J Southland Tow Service text line is available as always. 913-586-7610. Now, whenever I start a show talking about base running and defense and execution, both on the mound and in the batter's box, when I hear those things, I think coaching. Poor base running, average at best defense, failing to, well, I I think of coaching or inexperience. Those are the two things that um, a night like tonight expose. One of those two things was exposed tonight. Now, there's no debate this is a very inexperienced team. You look at some of the guys that made the mistakes, the base running mistakes, Uh, Nick Prado. Are you sure Nick Prado's a winning player? Now, he's a big league. Oh, sure, he's here. He's he's earned his right to the big leagues. He's a former top pick. Now, I'm not saying he's a bad baseball player. I'm not giving you sports radio uh, hyperbole. But uh, again, we're, we're talking about big leaguers here. The best in the world. When you compare him to his peers... When you compare him to the best in the world, is he a winning ball player? Is he a guy that you can see manning first base on a championship team? I I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I've, I've been telling you now for the past few weeks, he's one of the few guys I'm still evaluating. I still have my questions about him. So when it comes to the mistakes being made by Nick Prado, yeah, that that to me is more inexperienced than it is coaching, right? Because the old adage when you're blaming a manager, when you're blaming a coaching staff is, well, you're either teaching it or you're allowing it. Many of us have heard that over the years, right? You're either teaching it or you're allowing it. Well, when it comes to Nick Prado or Drew Waters, who makes the 27th out there at third base, Drew Waters, Michael Massey, Nick Prado, those are the three names I continue to bring up of guys that I'm still evaluating here down the stretch. I've made my mind up. I, I, I believe I know the ceiling and the floor for many of these guys, but Prado, Massey, Waters, I still have my questions about. So when they make mistakes, I, that to me isn't a neg- negative reflection on Matt Quatrero or his coaching staff. That's a negative reflection on them as far as their lack of experience, and maybe it's a negative reflection on them showing their lack of high-end big league talent, consistent big league talent. 
And that's what it takes to stay here and succeed here. you got to do it at a high level consistently. Royals haven't done that really all season. The only guys that can make cases of, of doing really anything consistently to the positive, Bobby Witt Jr., Michael Garcia, Salvador Perez, you know, Freddie Fermin would like a word, uh, but, not, but not many. Not, um, not many members of this team, now 43 games below 500. Go figure, not many members of this team in this evaluation season are passing the test, sadly. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. Again, that's 913-586-7610. We can dissect this if you want, if you want to relive the base running decisions of Nick Prado there in the fifth inning or MJ Melendez there in the sixth inning or Drew Waters there in the ninth inning. We can talk about the defensive missed opportunities. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr. swinging at a pitch that was a darn near out of the left-handed batter's box. I don't know what he was swinging at. That was a big spot there. Two on, two outs. Bobby, if, if, there's only three guys on this team right now that I say, I hate saying it, but there's only three guys on this team right now where I say, all right, let's, you know, don't go to the bathroom just yet. You know, don't go get that hot dog. How about you sit here and you watch what Michael's going to do, what Bobby's going to do, what Salvi's going to do. Now, Salvi, I just assume, is, is grinding through a number of ailments. He goes 0 for 4 tonight, striking out there with two on and two outs in the seventh inning. Another big opportunity. Again, go, Royals go 1 for 11 with runners in scoring position. Uh, but Bobby, big spot there in the fifth. He's unable to come through. Now, what was the home plate umpire perfect tonight? No, no, no. But neither were the Royals. The Royals were so bad, again, like I, like I said, to open it up. Uh, they lost, and they deserve to lose this game. And yeah, you heard me right. 43 games below 500. That's a new low water mark for the season. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. Want to get you involved and want to head inside that Royals clubhouse as... Um, some interesting comments moments ago from Matt Quatrero. I'm interested to hear what Alec Marsh has to say after his five and a third innings, five runs on five hits. He's now winless through four starts. Quick timeout. We get to your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Burns Post Game Show. Here's Royals insider Josh Vernier. 5-4, the final score. Royals drop the opener of this six-game road trip. That begins with three in the Bronx. I saw Joe Goldberg of Battling Sports Kansas City um, tweet out a short little story about Michael Massey, who, by the way, was responsible for all four Royals runs tonight. Uh, Royals fall behind. Franchi Cordero goes deep in the second inning. one nothing after three. But Michael Massey, in his first career game at Yankee Stadium, goes deep in his second at-bat. A two-out, three-run blast to right field. Just a uh, nice swing, nice easy swing as he gets a 2-2 sweeper down, middle in. Uh, middle in and, you know, uh, down, which is nitro zone to a lefty. Just drops the bat head on that boy, uh, bad boy and parks it 416 feet to right field. Uh, Massey later on with that solo home run with one out in the eighth inning. Again, a pitch uh, down and in. 
his first career multi-home run game, a changeup down and in that again he drops the bat head on and sends over the right field wall. Massey's fifth and sixth home runs of the season. The Royals' first home run uh, since Sunday. Now, Royals went that entire Detroit Tigers series without hitting the ball over the wall. First time they've done that, go, go, go play an entire four-game series without going deep. First time they've done that in 11 years. Uh, so they went deep to, uh, twice tonight, both times by Michael Massey, responsible for all four runs. But Joel Goldberg told the story about Massey uh, stepping out, walking out of the dugout before the game and kind of looking around and looking at Joel and saying, man, this is pretty cool, right? Being at Yankee Stadium, his first game there. It was Drew Waters' first game there as well. Waters, by the way, hitting 305 over the past month. It's uh, July 21st. Yeah, so going back June 21st, one month of baseball, 25 games. He's hitting 305 with an OPS of 833. Yes, he made a base running mistake tonight, but uh, just about everybody else did too. So, uh, but that, but that's worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Story that Michael Massey, 25-year-old Michael Massey, uh, that, that story that Joel Goldberg told made me feel pretty good as I was asking you earlier today on the On Deck Show. Are the Yankees still the Yankees? Because for someone Zach Granke's age, my age, the the Yankees won in, you know, I was 13 when they won in 1996. So my you know, falling in love with baseball, playing baseball, going to junior high, high school, and it was all uh, Derek Jeter and the New York Yankees, the detestable New York Yankees that just spent more money than everyone else, bought everyone. Now, they didn't win a lot when they bought everyone, but... They still, I mean, they, they've made it to the playoffs in, what, 24 of the past 28 seasons? But I understand I'm 15 years older than Michael Massey. 
Uh, Alec Marsh, who made his first ever start at Yankee Stadium tonight, another 25-year-old. Honestly, I, I think the Dodgers are that team now. Now, New York's New York. I, I get that. Everyone's impressed by New York your first time there. But I, I'm, I'm curious, and I, I can't imagine a 25-year-old on a Friday night at 9.30's party into the postgame show, but if you are, boy, you're my kind of guy or gal. But if you are, let me know. Do the pinstripes still mean the same thing? 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. Royals lose 5-4. Excuse me. Uh, Royals lose 5-4. Let's head inside that uh, Jay Southland Tow Service text line. Uh, Rally Mantis uh, praising Bobby Witt Jr. for that fantastic catch in the fifth inning yeah no doubt he ran more than 130 feet into what amounts to shallow not even it was left field he, he's on the chalk line now the the, the official scorer called it a, a fly ball in play but yeah Bobby just turned and uh, and you saw first to third type of speed you know what that looks like. If, if you've been at Kauffman Stadium and dro- Bobby drops it into gear, you know what that looks like. When you, when you see him going down that first baseline and you can already see it in his hair and his eyes and his entire body language, oh, dude's going three. Yeah, most guys, it's a double, but Bobby's going three. He dropped it into that gear, running out into left field to make that catch. So, yeah, nice job, Riley Mantis. Appreciate it. Ryan from Olathe writes in, Vern, I don't want to get hung up on, um, but that strike three or that strike call on Michael Garcia in the ninth inning was inexcusable. Vern, I know we're bad, but that's ridiculous. What are your thoughts on an electronic strike zone? By the way, I'm very happy for Michael Massey. Yeah, Ryan, me too. Very happy. Massey came into that at bat in the fourth inning, one for his previous 19. Then a three-run home run. Uh, four innings later, a solo bomb. Yeah, we're all happy for Michael Massey. My, my thoughts on the electronic strike zone? Yeah, I'm a fan of it. Um, you know, my only issue is, or my only question, and this maybe is a, well, it's, it's a good question. It's not a nerdy question. It's a good question. How much of the baseball, because in my mind, I'm thinking of tennis's replay. I love tennis's replay. And I, I like what I'm hearing from the minor leagues as far as the challenge system, where each hitter and each pitcher, each team has, what, three challenges over the course of a game, five challenges over the course of a game. Pitcher just has to tap his head real quick, or the, the batter taps his head to, to challenge a call. I, I kind of like that. Um, but as far as an electronic one, yeah, my only question is is how much of the baseball needs to um, cross the strike zone? Like, is it just a, just a little bit, just a sliver of the ball needs to cover the outside? Like, that, that's a pretty big strike zone, if that's what we're saying, where you can be a full ball off the plate in every single direction. That's a pretty big strike zone. I'm not saying it's... Uh, Going to be bad, but, man, pitchers already have it pretty good right now. With the stuff that they're throwing, the amount of arms that hitters have to face, 
I don't know if a um, no. I'm a fan of calling a strike a strike, but that seems like that's expanding the strike zone. I, I don't know. Maybe that's been addressed. Thanks for listening, Ryan. Let's go back to the text line, 913-586-7610. From the 918, Vern, say what you want about Matt Quatrero, but he did not have his team prepared. They lost, Vern, from not being focused on fundamentals. Uh, I agree that's why they lost the game. Base running, defense, executing on the mound, executing at the dish in big spots, sure. But am I sure that it's Matt Quatrero's fault that Drew Waters made those mistakes or Nick Prado made that mistake or he made multiple mistakes or MJ Melendez didn't advance on that ball in the dirt. Is that Matt Quatrero's fault? Like if Mike Matheny was the manager, do I think it would be different? If Bobby or uh, you know Mike Hell or players that have proven to be I'll put it, I'll just speak for myself. Bobby and Mike Hell to me, have already passed this evaluation season. If I'm going to make a declarative statement after 99 games in this evaluation campaign of 2023, it's that Mike Hell, Garcia, and Bobby Witt Jr. are going nowhere. They're in the big leagues to stay for the next dozen years. Now, if we start to see them regressing, making stupid decisions. Okay, yeah, maybe then you chalk it up to coaching. But I'm not sure about Nick Prado to begin with or MJ Melendez or Drew Waters. I don't know if they're going to be in the big leagues in five years from now. So I don't know if it matters who their manager is. Now, unless you're convinced that these guys are players and they're being ruined by this coaching staff that just got here, unless you're convinced of that, okay, then, then maybe we could have a conversation, we could have a discussion. But, but to me, I, I don't know how many guys on this team are good. When comparing them to their peers, I don't know how many guys on this team are good. And they, well, here's another thing that I, I, I know for certain. They don't have anyone better than a lot of these guys. Now, if there were, you know, if, 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 if Vinny's healthy, if they had a, a deeper pool of talent and you're still running guys out there that are consistently making mistakes, okay, then that's on coaching. You know, send a message, put a guy on the bench. Send them down to Omaha if they consistently make the same mistakes. But this team's not talented enough to do that. That's why Edward Olivares continues to get starts defensively. Because they need that bat so desperately. There's not a bat better elsewhere. So you know what? We'll take the hit defensively. There's no one... There's no one that if I'm Matt Quatrero, I can sit Nick Prado down for a consistent basis. That I can sit him down on the bench... For this guy. Now you can give him a day, sure. Multiple days, sending him down. No, no, man. You're 43 games below 500. Let's get all the answers. Let's take away all the excuses. I don't want to end this evaluation season and you go, well, Prado looked good after his second stint in Omaha, and then when he returned in September, he looked much better. No. Grind through it. 
make your case that you deserve to stay. It's like I talked about earlier today on the On Deck Show. This offseason needs to be... This offseason, I need to see some wow moments. You need to see some wow moments. Some, holy cow, can you believe the Royals got rid of that guy? Can you believe they traded those guys? Can you believe they gave up on that guy? Things that run counter to how this organization has been run over the past seven years. So get all of your answers because there's no reason to run it back with how many of these guys should be out next season, need to be replaced, whether that's via free agency, via a trade, via some minor league talent that you acquire in some other fashion? So, no, to me, I'm I'm having a difficult time looking at this one tonight and saying that's a poor reflection of the coaching staff. It's a poor reflection of the talent, in my opinion. You can disagree. 913-586-7610 is our phone number. Again, that's 913-586-7610. My game notes after this 5-4 loss at the Bronx. My game notes are presented by Jay Southland Tow Service. Michael Garcia. Tonight, two for five. He's one of two Royals, or excuse me, one of three Royals with multiple hits. You know about Michael Massey's two bombs, but Kyle Isbell also had a pair of hits. A one-out double in the fifth inning. That should have played at Nick Prado, but he uh, wasn't watching Vance Wilson and decided to ease up going into third base, even though Giancarlo Stan was in the process of booting the ball in right field, and Prado should have scored. He didn't give Vance Wilson the chance to send him. So Isbell doubled there in the fifth inning and then a one-out single later on in the seventh. Michael Garcia, since the beginning of June, is hitting 286. It's across 42 games. That's a pretty solid sample size. I'm not saying we need to uh, start carving his bust or plaque for the Hall of Fame. 42 games since the beginning of June, an OPS of 725, 10 stolen bases. Not bad for a 23-year-old that can play shortstop. Not bad for a guy that's going to be on the left side or the middle of an infield for the next decade plus. From the 816, Vern, heartbreaking loss tonight just as the whole season's been heartbreaking. Yeah, I didn't sense that. Uh, that, that wasn't tonight for me. Tonight, there, there was nothing heartbreaking about tonight. The only thing that I would find heartbreaking about this 5-4 loss to the Yankees is if someone got... This is pretty negative. The only way tonight's game is heartbreaking is if you read into really anything positive. I mean, if you heard what Matt Quattrero had to say about Michael Massey's performance, which was nice. Again, two home runs, four RBI. He was responsible for all the offense. Gave him a lot of credit. But then stopped right there as, you know, uh, you know what the media does and, Sometimes we do it, right? Make too much out of one game. Uh, build the guy up too much because he had a solid two and a half hours. Now, that message to me tells me all I need to know about Matt Quattrero when he says, yeah, Massey had a nice night, but guys, the key to this game is doing it consistently. Doesn't matter where you do it, who you do it against, everybody in the big leagues is talented. You had a nice night. It's about having nice weeks, nice months. Nice seasons, nice careers. 
Yeah, nice night, Michael Massey, but do it again. I'll tell you this. Ned Yost would have praised Michael Massey endlessly and made it out to be more than just one good night. Mike Matheny would have done the same. Honestly, the way that Matt Quattrero talks about his players is the way you should want, at least it is for me. That's how I want my manager talking. Build them up in person, but you're not going to lie to them. You're not going to tell them at the age of 25 that one good game keeps you in the big leagues. No, Mass, you got to finish strong, brother. You got 63 games to go. You got two months left to pass this evaluation season. Following his two for four performance tonight, Michael Massey's batting average is up to 212. His OPS is at an even 600. He's got some work to do. He knows it. He doesn't need to be babied. His manager is not babying him. 5 4, Royals lose in the Bronx. The record falls to 43 games below 500. Quick timeout. We get back to your thoughts after this. Firm's post game show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's post game show. Here's Royals insider Josh Vernier. The record is now 28 and 71. Royals drop the opener in New York 5 4. The final score on pace to drop 116 games this season. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Kyle Isbell had two hits tonight. Um, Almost had three, but again, the Yankees were just the the better team, top to bottom. Uh, Again, I I mentioned the Royals had some nice defensive plays, but for every good defensive play, there was one that wasn't made. Let's just put it that I want to say they had a lot of bad defensive plays. There was one error from uh, Nick Prado uh, in the first inning, but there were other plays that could have been made that weren't. And I understand that's maybe the wrong standard to hold this team to, but it was one of those nights because the Yankees made so many extraordinary plays, including the um, line out to deep center field off of the bat of Kyle Isbell. Almost had a three-hit day. Instead, it's It's a two for four. Isbell has a hit in four of his last five games with three extra base hits. Let's go back to the text line, 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. From the 913, Vern, I really don't understand why if a team loses their challenge, uh, that should be it. They they shouldn't be able to ask for anything after that. Uh, All right. If you miss the game or or don't know what uh, my friend here is talking about, the Yankees challenged Drew Waters' stolen base attempt in the top of the ninth inning. Um, The call on the field stood, so the Yankees' challenge is no more. You get one challenge, you get it right, you get another one, you get it wrong, you're done. But moments later... 
as Drew Waters, who again put himself in scoring position with one out in a one-run game in the ninth inning, almost got doubled off a second base as Michael Garcia hits a rocket back up the middle that the Yankees' defense was perfectly aligned for. It goes right into the second baseman's glove. So with Prado, or excuse me, with Waters now on second base and two outs, Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, falls behind in the count 0-2. And the next offering from Clay Holmes, he grounds it to the left side of the infield in front of Drew Waters. Very difficult play for Anthony Volpe. Had to go down to a knee to backhand the ground ball from Bobby Witt Jr. And you know how fast Bobby is. He wasn't going to get Bobby at first. But what he was able to do was see... Drew Waters trying to advance to third. So he just threw the ball to third base and they laid the tag on Drew Waters. Game over. Well, not actually because the umpire at the third base bag said he was safe. But Aaron Boone asked the crew chief, can you take a look at it? Crew chief said, yeah. They looked at it. Call overturned. Waters is out. Game over. Royals lose. 5-4. I actually don't have a problem with that. If it's the ninth inning, you're allowed to ask for a crew chief review. I like it. I don't want the game being decided by a mistake. To me, it's very similar to what they do in the NFL, right? Anything in the final two minutes, it's all handled upstairs. It's basically the same thing. All you got to do is say, you're asking, hey, handle that upstairs. Okay, yeah, The umpires, just like most baseball fans, you don't want the game to end on a mistake. I understand your point, um, but moving forward, uh, just know there's no reason to hang on to your challenge. You know, if it's it's the eighth inning, even if you think you're going to lose it, use it. Do not carry your challenge into the ninth inning. Use it. Because in the ninth inning, if it's a close play, ask them, hey, can you look at that? And I'd say 90% of the time, they'll, they'll give you the thumbs up. Yeah, we'll look at it. We don't want the game to end on a mistake either. A um, few more from the text line, 913-586-7610. Vern, the one positive in this close game, I liked Michael Garcia's look back at Nick Prado. Vern, who is the young leader in this clubhouse that signed Nico? Yeah, Nico, that was. I'm glad you brought that up. If you don't know what Nico's talking about, it it comes down to that migraine headache of a fifth inning. Nick Prado with a leadoff opposite field single. He goes to third on Kyle Isbell's double down the right field line. Now, again, I explained that one earlier. Prado didn't give Vance Wilson a chance to send him home as John Carlos Stanton's booting the ball in right field. He should have scored, but instead he's on third base. Kyle Isbell's on second base, and there's only one out. Again, this is the top of the fifth inning. New York just took the lead right back. So it's 4-3 New York. Royals have two on, two in scoring position with one out. And the Yankees' defense is conceding a run. They're playing back. So all Michael Garcia needs to do is put the ball in play. Do your job. First pitch, he did his job. He grounded, he hit the ball on the ground. Not hard. Right to the Yankees shortstop, Anthony Volpe. And for some reason, Nick Prado didn't go home. 
Honestly, to me, it looked like Prado was taking his read from Kyle Isbell. Isbell kind of uh, skipped off, uh, well, he was already well off the bag taking his lead from second base, but Isbell, you know, just kind of trying to tempt Volpe into second guess in his decision. Prado, for some reason, was doing the exact same thing when he should be the moment the ball's hit, unless it's a line drive, you're gone. And yeah, as Michael Garcia leaves that right-handed batter's box and runs up that first baseline, he looks back at Nick Prado and has both palms to his side, pointed to the sky, not not a Jordan shrug, but a, hey, what the hell are you doing, man? Am I missing something? Yeah, yeah. Um, Garcia's well within his rights. If Prado wanted to get offended by that or feel like he's being shown up, respectfully, that's your problem. Garcia did his job as a professional baseball player. You did not. It's a big money sport here. Do your job. Prado didn't do his. I got no issue with Garcia giving him that look. Now, it doesn't. It's not something you want a lot, you know, judging or you know, neg- making negative body language towards a teammate. It's not what you want, but I understand your point, Nico. Yeah, we got to start holding ourselves to a certain standard as, as teammates. And your question of who's the young leader in the clubhouse, it's, it's an interesting question. And I always think of Jim Leland's uh, quote about leadership. Uh, someone asked, you know, who, who's some of the best leader? Or it was when he was the manager of the Tigers. You know, who's who's the leader of this team? He's like, I mean, you guys want to know about leaders? Uh, you know, who, who's the guy hitting 30 home runs? That's my leader. Who's the guy driving in 120 RBI? That's my leader. All this rah-rah crap you bozos in the media always go on and on about. Give me the guy that's producing. That's the leader. So I always have Jim Leland's voice in the back of my mind. He was the first manager I had the opportunity to cover at the big league level. So with him barking and smoking darts in my brain right now, Michael Garcia, Bobby Witt Jr., those are the leaders. Now, Vinny Pasquantino, of course. Um, and Vinny's another guy that I find undeniable. In this evaluation season, Vinny, to me, is right there with Michael and Bobby Witt Jr. as far as... Guys that I believe have a talent that is going to show up night in and night out at the big league level. Vinny also has one heck of a voice. Um, Great body language, great leadership skills. A lot of confidence, well-earned confidence. He also knows how to fake confidence when the time is needed. So I'd say Vinny Pasquantino, but as far as guys that are on the field night in and night out, yeah, it's, it's the 23-year-olds. It's Mike Al and it's Bobby. Of course, it's Salvi's clubhouse. It's Salvi's team. He's the captain. Um, but as far as the young guys, yeah, I'd, I'd say Bobby and Mike Al Garcia because the rest of them, uh, they don't have anything to say because they don't know where they fit in. Michael Massey and Nick Prado, Drew Waters, MJ Melendez, sure, they talk. It's not like they're walking around quiet and timid. They're friends. Uh, They enjoy being big leaguers, but they're not leading anyone because they don't know if they're going to be big leaguers in three, four, five years. Thanks for the text, Nico. Always nice hearing from you. Always nice knowing you're out there listening. 
From the 913, Vern, how many big league players does this team really have? Thanks for roughing it out this season. Uh, well, uh, all, all the veterans, I don't, I don't think you can stick around as long as Matt Duffy has or Salvador Perez has or Nicky Lopez has. Those guys are all big leaguers. Bobby Witt Jr., Michael Garcia, big leaguer. Kyle Isbell's a big league defender. Dyrone Blanco has big league speed. You know, Edward Olivares has a big league bat. Nick Prado has a big league glove. That's about it. As far as the position players, um, you know, that's about it. I'm trying to think of the bench. Yeah, Freddie and Dyrone, Duffy. Yeah, I think we hit them all. A uh, few more from the J Southland Toe Service text line. Gabriel in Independence throws out the idea of Eric Hosmer returning as a hitting coach, uh, likening it to when George Brett came aboard as the hitting coach back in, what was that, 2013, 2012? I remember that. But Gabriel, I, I think you're misremembering how beneficial George's time as the hitting coach actually was. Now, Pedro Grafal then took over as hitting coach, and that was the guy that most of those young players gave credit to as far as uh, helping them find confidence. Um, but even as I say that, you know what gave Moose confidence? Is having his statistics wiped off the scoreboard, going to Anaheim, and hitting a home run in the ALDS. That's what turned around Mike Moustakis' career. Uh, you know, all of those guys, it, it, it changed for them once they started winning. It, 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 in my opinion, for, from being there and watching that team and covering that team and talking to that team, uh, I, again, he's George Brett. I'm not going to say anything negative about the greatest to ever do it, um, but I, I don't remember him serving it as, as, as any sort of a sea change for that Royals offense back then. Appreciate you listening, and why not think outside the box, Gabriel? Why, why not? 28-71, and 71, heading towards by far the worst season in franchise history. From the 816, Vern, I'm happy for Michael Massey, but this team has to be one of the worst situational hitting teams I've ever seen. Boy, um, I, I don't know. I've just seen a lot of bad situational hitting teams in the past six years in Kansas City alone, so I don't know how much worse this one is than the previous ones. From the 417, Vern, I think many people don't like Matt Quatrero because he's not a red ass, but I like him. Let's see if his different approach works. Yeah, let's also give him a, a, a chance, meaning his rotation has one of the five highest ERAs. His bullpen has one of the three highest ERAs. Uh, most nights, one-third of his lineup is hitting below 220. We talk about the decision-making on the base paths and defensively. Now, some of that is what you're given. I don't know how, how fair it is to judge a guy in, in 99 games with this type of talent. 913-586-7610. Uh, Raj and the Ozarks. Vern, I don't care if Scott Barlow doesn't get in a game the next 10 days. Uh, 
Yeah, we're now within 10 days of the trade deadline. That is true. From the 785, do we not understand situations at all, Vern? I swear this is the dumbest team ever. Again, sometimes I wonder if you guys remember last year. From the 816, Vern, I thought the offense and defense played a good game. The Yankees were just better. Let's sign Joey in Grain Valley. Uh, No doubt the Yankees were better. From the 816, Vern, you make the mistakes the Royals did tonight when you're a young team that's been losing. If they were winning, their minds would be sharper. Mm. Well, I, I think those mistakes lead to losing, and you don't make those mistakes when you win. I, I don't know if that's... Well, yeah, I'll, I'll chalk it up to a young team, and, and sure, maybe losing has led to pressing, so now you're in between. Should I advance on this ground ball, even though I've been taught my entire life? Yes. Advance? Yeah, maybe they're thinking too much out there, and that goes back to the losing and the inexperience. I can get with that. Um, but I'm having a tough time saying, oh, their minds would be better if they were winning. Uh, they, they, you, you can't win with this. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you, you just can't. I, I understand what you're saying, and I got no issue with chalking it up to youth and pressing. Um, but to act as if, if 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 Nick Prado was on a, well, may, maybe if he's on a winning team by himself. But I mean, this collection of talent, I I, I just don't see how it could be s- smart immediately. Right? There, there's just too much inexperience. Maybe I'm agreeing with you. Maybe maybe that's uh, just a long way of realizing that I'm agreeing with you. All right. Uh, one more. This is from Mike in the 402. Vern, first of all, props to Michael Massey, but wow, those base running gaffes by Prado were brutal. Happy to see Michael Garcia was ticked off. Um, I almost wish he would have confronted Nick Prado after that, says Mike. Matt Quatrero did not defend him either. I would love to see Prado sit for a few games after that lack of hustle. Uh, tomorrow they're facing Garrett Cole. I'm not giving them that day off. No, you go out there and you grind through facing one of the best pitchers in the last half decade, the last decade of Major League Baseball. No, you go out there and you grind through that. Now, okay, yeah, back-to-back afternoon games. He's going to get, you would think, one of the two off. Uh, maybe you get a miss Luis Severino coming up on Sunday, but no. Prado, you're right back out there. You go go choke on a few of those 99-mile-per-hour fastballs from Garrett Cole. Uh, but I understand what you're saying, Mike. Uh, listen, I, I'm, I'm with you. Now, that can't happen, right? That That's a reflection on coaching, right? And I know that Matt Quatrero and other members of the coaching staff will address it with Nick Prado. Uh, but, yeah, as mentioned, tomorrow, nice pitching matchup. Former first-round picks, Brady Singer, Garrett Cole going at it, and we're at it early, early, 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. It's a 12.05 first pitch from the Bronx. Look, Brady Singer pitched his tail off last year against the Yankees. Well, shoot, he pitched his tail off against just about everybody last year. We all know we need it. The team needs it. Brady needs it. I'm excited for this one. Chris Zunocero, thanks for the help. Kansas City, appreciate you listening. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night. Take care.
You've been listening to Vern's Post Game Show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seven strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.